It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Hear the full show on our app by podcast or on 96FM.ie. Today is the 110th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. And to talk to us now is film critic Andy Carroll, because not only is it the anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic today, but this year marks the 25th anniversary of James Cameron's, of James Cameron's movie, Titanic. Good morning, Andy. Hi, Fiona. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, 25 years. I can't believe it's 25 years since that movie was out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm feeling very old. I remember going on the Mitch from school to go and see this, so I'm going to show my age there as well. <laughs> I'm a little bit older than you, Andy. But I remember at the time, it was such a mega black blockbuster that you couldn't even get into the cinema to, to see it. It ran for weeks and weeks. Yeah, it was 15 weeks at number one, something which I don't think we're ever going to see again, especially mm. now with like, some streaming and so many other films coming mm. out. But kind of lost now, this was supposed to be an absolute disaster. Like the word on this was this had gone like $80 million over budget. This was going to be like Kevin Costner's film Waterworld. It was going to be the most expensive flop of all time. Mm. And just before it came out, the buzz kind of started to turn around a bit and it and it looked like it was going to be a bit more positive. Like the film was considered to be so bad. James Cameron the director didn't take a salary and he had a deal to get money if it made profit. And he said, here, I'll give up my share of the profits as well. And the studio said, well, that's such an empty gesture. This isn't going to make any money. Mm. Don't even bother. Turned out to be a big mistake because he ended up making anywhere between four and 500 million off the profits deal. So I'd say they regret not taking him up on that offer. <laughs> and why? It, like, I mean, I know it starred uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet and the chemistry between them on screen was amazing. But was that the only like what else was it about that movie that made it so popular at the time? I think it kind of had the perfect storm of everything. And I had something that, you know, a lot of films don't really have now. It had the song, the Celine Dion song, mm-hmm. which was playing just before, which, you know, had the, the music video with the film as well. How many weeks I think it had a little... that as well? That was like an outstanding run for like 15, 16 yeah, weeks. Yeah, I was, yeah. That's embedded into my head as well. So between that and the Brian Adams song, I think they're the only two songs that I have saved in my memory. But like you said there, it was something that I think it had a little something for everybody. It had this, you know, love story at the core of it, but it also was this you know massive spectacle disaster movie so mm. if you were you know a fan of those type of things like you know the Poseidon Adventure even Independence Day the year before where you could see like this you know incredible visual of the ship breaking mm. in half or you know watching Leonardo DiCaprio become an absolute superstar like mm. it, it's kind of it's hard to quantify now how big he actually became it was something more like 
Beatlemania or you know the Spice Girls is probably the only thing in my lifetime where mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's it's nobody to everybody in the world knows who you are. So mm-hmm. I think they had that perfect storm. Was the song was their director it was just everything about it at once. And like we're saying, fifteen weeks at number one. I don't think you're ever going to see the likes of that ever again. And I remember at the time some critics were panning it because they said that it was glamorizing this awful tragedy that happened and you know so many people died and yet we had this you know as you said this amazing love story and people were going to see it and that 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 message of the tragedy had been lost in the film but like looking back at it now do you think that it was like that? I don't think so and I think the reason for that is because the director James Cameron had such respect for like he done mm. some like he spent more time on the Titanic than the actual passengers now from going down he's actually built like funded submarines to go and visit the wreck and I think you know you see things like the you know the Titanic Museum I know there's the Titanic experience in Cork yeah. I think he's been somebody who's been able to preserve so much of that like a lot of the artifacts a lot of the you know the reconstructions of what that was actually like is because of this film because you know this was so popular and it was made a, an awareness of it as well and he's been able to get you know things salvaged from the ship or even for big families of the deceased as well that would have been you know lost to the bottom of the ocean mm. forever and ever and he did meet with families didn't he yeah, he did. He had there's a crazy story where he had like 150 extras on the film lined up, and he had a backstory for every single one of them of who they were, who their family became, and their lineage. So it kind of he just you needed someone who had that you know mm. you want to say genius, I say an absolute lunatic mind to go in and and do all of that work behind the scenes because I do think he was incredibly respectful of the families as well, which is something you could have just ignored completely. Like everybody, with the exception of Jack and Rose. Mm. are real characters in the film and the, the only thing I think there was a, there's a scene where the you know the, the captain or the architect shoots himself I think that's the only thing where you kind of had issues with the family everyone else was like yeah no that's, that seems like a, a fairly fair representation of the families Yeah so it was done respectfully then as well Yeah I think it was and I think the, the legacy of it as well I think if, had you done it in a disrespectful way I don't think it would have had you know endured as long as it has because of that do you think that, like, okay, it's the 25th, um, I think it's in November is is the, the 25th anniversary of the movie being released. Do you think that if it was released in the cinemas now that it would still get the same crowds going in? No, I don't think it would. I think one, three hours, 15 minutes would turn off a hell of a lot of people to go and see it. And I think, you know yourself, you, you see something, as I'll say how much something on Netflix, I'm not going mm-hmm. out to spend you know, nearly four hours in the cinema. I think you won't see somebody becoming a star the way you did with DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. I think it's very manufactured now. Mm-hmm. And I think he's kind of the last of that movie star person. Like he doesn't have like a big social media influence. You, you, for all we know, but you know relatively little about him. Yeah. I think, modern day superstars they don't have that mystique that he has because you know you, they're on you know eating chicken mm. wings on YouTube and stuff <laughs> like that so I think that part of it is gone I don't think he could I think this would be you know either shaved down to two hours or it'd be a, a Netflix or an Amazon series that had run yeah. for six seasons I think like when when Leonardo DiCaprio um, you know became famous as a result of this film I think everybody expected him to do kind of rom-coms and you know romance films but he went on to become such a serious actor and is still you know one of the most respected actors in Hollywood he really took a a different turn in his career didn't he than what people had expected him to do yeah he did like he came into this off the back of Romeo and Juliet and then Mm. like you said everyone was expecting this is going to be you know 
the new Cary Grant or whatever, somebody showing my age there again, somebody who's <laughs> just going to make these, you know, basically the career Matthew McConaughey had up until recently. Mm. But he didn't, he was doing things like, you know, The Beach with Danny Boyle. And now you see him, you know, he was working with Scorsese and then winning the Oscar for The Revenant. He's someone who I think got a taste of that and then went, no, I want to be a, a serious actor rather than, you know, a, a pin-up star, which is what people really wanted him to be. And even Kate Winslet, I mean, sure, she's had a stellar career as well after it. Yeah, she became, I think it was kind of the joke, Leonardo DiCaprio became a movie star, Kate Winslet became an actress, like she, I think she's a two-time <laughs> Oscar winner now as well. Yeah. And she has, again, and the fact that the two of them have stayed so relatively grounded, like you never mm. hear, you know, you're never going to see DiCaprio go on stage and slap Chris Rock at the Oscars, you're not going <laughs> to see, you know, Kate Winslet drunk in a ditch somewhere, like yeah. they for that incredible success that they have, they managed to stay very focused. And you know, you've countless Kate, and even this year, Kate Winslet had the uh, was it Mayor of Easttown TV mm-hmm. show, which is absolutely incredible as well. So they've able to maintain like said, maybe a twenty five year career with very little. There's very little in either of their filmographies where you'd say, no, I, I wouldn't watch that or I didn't enjoy that. They've kept very consistent, which in that business is, is not the easiest thing in the world to do. Do you think that um, because it's the 110th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic this year and there are a lot of commemorative events taking place, do you think that we'll see the movie on the TV now a lot this year? I know that there for a couple of years it was always on at Christmas, but it hasn't been on, I don't think, for the last couple of Christmases. And um, I, ha- like, I don't know, I've lost count of the amount of times so I've actually seen the movie but um, I, I think I would definitely sit down and watch it again if it came out on TV again this year. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's one of them that you can kind of jump in at any point. Like you said, at Christmas, it's the perfect film where you're flicking and it doesn't matter if you know, you're know you an hour in, two hours in or if it's just starting you go, oh, grand, the boat's about to sink or oh, grand, I'm just about to see this scene or I'm yeah. about to see this woman throw you know, her family's heritage into the ocean. I'll be screaming at the screen again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, I mean, I think even for, say, a younger audience now, as we say, it's out 25 years. So, um, do you know, for us old timers who've seen it so much, you know, there's a younger <laughs> generation coming behind us who might not have seen it. Do you think that they would enjoy it as much as we did when we were younger? I think it does. I had a lot of younger cousins watch it over Christmas there. I think it was the year before last. Yeah. And I think because a lot of the effects were done practically as well, it hasn't aged as badly because, you know, they basically they built the ship. They had all the actors in the water tanks. There's notorious stories of people catching hypothermia and pneumonia from spending you know, 12, 14 hours in this you know, massive swimming pool with a boat in the background. Yeah. And I think at its core, it's a very simple love story. And I don't think that changes through kind of generation to generation. It's not like you're watching something that's not really relevant anymore. Yeah. Like it's a timeless love story. Like it is set in 1912. So I think it does have that thing at its core that it makes it endure, I think is relevant to other generations. I think that's why it's lasted as long as it did. If it was something that, you know, like an alien invasion or something that a lot of people can't relate to or yeah. don't particularly enjoy. I think that at its core, the story of the two of them is why it's done so well for so long. And even with the, the style in, in the um, in the film, like I suppose it, you know, that, that kind of style, that old style is, is in Bridgerton, which is so popular now as well. So, you know, I think that people would, you know, love to see that as well. Do you know, I think that can, they can appreciate that kind of a, a movie. Yeah. And especially the last two years when I think I've worn nothing but tracksuits and then you see them wearing these fancy tuxedos and clothes. I was like, oh yeah, I remember wearing clothes. That was a simpler times. But the worst thing you had to look out for was an iceberg. <laughs> Andy, listen, thanks so much for joining us on the Opinion Line this morning. Um, anybody else love the Titanic? Would you sit down and watch a, a three-hour film again? Uh, let us know. Courts 96 FM. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.